Welcome back to the Kennedy assassination. I'm still Kate Kennedy and I still kind of want to die. You're listening to episode one, part two of my conversation with a Midwestern gentleman by the name of Taro, who dislikes me but absolutely adores the words multiplicity, contradictory, and nuance. Just fucking shoot me already. This is the Kennedy assassination. Well, yeah, because, well, and I was like, I do like you as a person. I think a lot of stuff you do, though, isn't very likable. And I, you know, I think that's upfront. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. And no, that is, that is exactly what we're looking for here. So how would you say that what I do is different from someone that has a Patreon and asks for people to subscribe or asks for whatever they are, whatever they're selling or go to my Etsy shop. How would you say, is there a way that you feel I could like legitimize what I do? Well, it's not that that what you're doing isn't legitimate, right? Like don't, you don't have to like bring it down to like, I'm the cure of bad internet con, you know, like you're doing fine. You're doing much better than I am. So like, it's not, it's not even a fair comparison right now. Um, and when you say much better than I am, how do you, how do you mean? Like just financially and socially. But you, how do you know my financial situation? Because you've talked about it. Yes. I mean, just ballpark figures, but still like, I also know my figures. So your ballpark being astronomically larger than my actual. So. Yes. You know, but what you math. have to, you do have to consider what I'm giving those numbers even in a ballpark range on a monthly basis i pay out anywhere from 5 to 25 people that work for me so right. you you have to understand that that is the the gross uh income of the business and it's certainly not my net right and i i understand how businesses work but i also don't have anyone working for me and i make less than that so you know what whether you can say Oh, I don't make 200,000. Like, obviously you don't make 200. Well, maybe, I don't know. Who cares? Like whether or not you say that, it doesn't matter because that's still more, that's just more success, right? Like, and you can measure it however you want. I'm just saying like from a financial standpoint, you're doing well. Maybe you could be doing better. It's all that's like, it's just like attraction. It's all conjecture anyway. Um, So it's not like going back to the original point. I'm not really the arbiter of the internet. Like who gives a shit about me? Like no one. I'm just doing this because I think it's an interesting topic to actually bring up with somebody who has a functional brain. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, it's, it's rare in people a lot of the time where it's, you know, just, do you find it rare that you, you find it rare that you talk to people with functioning brains? Yes. At, at least at least the part of the world I live in, you know, it is I meet an in like I meet somebody I can talk to like you once every five years. Maybe. Really? Yes. It's really it's really like low level executive function. That sounds lonely. It is. Um but that's kind of besides the point. Um, like going back to the point that I'm saying is like, truly, I don't have like a personal vendetta against you. It's like, I'm very transparent. So like, look, some of the stuff you do is just comes across as unlikable. 
and it's not it's not really up to me to you know fix it in air quotes because it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it to begin with um but you think there's something wrong with it because you dislike it right so so there is something wrong with it no it's just that that's my opinion of the personal conduct like who am I to tell you how to conduct a business where that is your entire business model, right? Like I, I could not imagine doing that for work. And honestly, if I was doing it for work, I would probably do it almost identically to you, right? Like I would try and branch off and establish like a strong personality and, and get like more of a sustainable um, personal connection and, and, identification to what i do rather than just being like the fill in blank looking one with fill in blank assets on a you know some card um so although i find it unlikable a lot of the time it's you know i can talk about stuff that bothers me about it but at the end of the day it's still your life and it's your business and you're paying people right like you've got people under your employ that are respon- like you are responsible to bring in enough money to pay them so like what what am i going to say like say for you know hail marys or whatever the hell the catholic thing is um you know it's like what small piece like if you want i can talk about stuff like that it just seems like very very mismatched right it would be like asking you to tell elon musk how to run his business you're like well what the fuck do i know about that well neither does he so you know that would be fair um but i am not the heir to an apartheid era emerald mine unfortunately um if i was i probably wouldn't be naked on the internet either uh, and if I looked like Elon Musk, I definitely wouldn't be naked on the internet. <laughs> um, I don't but, know. I bet if he had an OnlyFans. <laughs> oof, man, that's a that that's now that is a scary road to go down right there. Ugh. How, how how many subscribers do you bet he would get? I bet it would be enormous if he I, announced tomorrow that him and Grimes were doing an OnlyFans. Yeah, generally speaking, having that, uh, especially that mainstream fame to your OnlyFans is, uh, yeah. is a good way to go. That is. But so you find it contradictory. But at the same time, if you were in my position, you would do the same thing, which I find very interesting. Well, because I'm I'm human, right? Like everyone's human. So it's like I'm not going to sit here and say that i'm without faults right like if i'm in your position and like i would struggle with the same stuff and, and it's not that necessarily that you're struggling it's just like the, i i find that to be problematic in its presentation so if i was in the position i would want to do it and i would find it problematic right like that would be what i would struggle with if i was in your position um from like a just behavioral standpoint. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here on like a pedestal on high and say like, no, you have done a bad and here's how you make amends. It's like, it's a, no, it's a nuanced situation. And like, just because I find certain stuff like really irritating at points, um, that doesn't, this doesn't really mean a hell of a lot at the end of the day. Right. Because it's, you get into the like real minute detail of it. Right. And it's like, okay, well, 
you talk about having this like personal brand and personal connection, except you're like probably the least engaged person I've seen on the platforms I've seen you on. Right. And maybe you save that for the, you know, the paywall stuff. And like, that's where you spend all your time, but at least publicly least engaged publicly. I mean, okay. So I reached out to you. Well, for people who don't know, I reached out to you through Twitter because I followed you on Twitter for the past, like, I don't know, 16 ish months guessing. Um, So not that I'm, stalking you it's just like when i scroll i don't follow tons of people on twitter so i see most things that people tweet that i follow um i've i i don't know if i've seen you respond to anyone more than what probably four times in the entire time i've been following you it seems like a very antithetical stance to what you're your original statement was right. Like you, you like, it's very clear that you're trying to do the business thing and create a personal identity, but you're also like not interacting with people that are trying to interact with you. And maybe that's because you already have personal experience with these people and you're like, fuck these people. But like for somebody like me, I don't know that I just see, you know, you post something. I see a lot of people try and support you and then you're just not, I mean, I've never seen you engage with them, which is, I don't know. It's just kind of sad for me where it's like, oh man, like I wish that if, if I had that situation and if I had that platform, I'd really want to thank the people to take that are taking the time out of their life and day and paycheck to support me. Absolutely. Which I think is very interesting because I believe I responded to six comments this morning on my Twitter. Uh, I also often, yeah, I, I, I do, but I, I do think it's interesting that you didn't see it. And so. Well, and it could be because like, right. Well, and like I said, like, I'm not, you also didn't look for it. Right. Cause I'm not stalking it. Right. Like that, that would be insane if I'm just stalking you constantly and trying to find your faults. I'm just saying from my experience and it could be the replies are hidden underneath the comments and what, you know, it's not like I'm going through all your fucking posts. Like I'm just looking when I see something, I see it. And if there's something I want to see responses on, I'll click that and see like what people say, just generally, you know, just normal Twitter behavior. And I like, just from my own experience, I haven't seen a lot of that pop up. Do you find that people interact with you on a regular basis on social media and do you interact back with them? Yeah, generally. Yeah. Yeah. You find when you comment on someone's tweet, you, do you expect them to respond? No, not necessarily like all the time, but I've normally had good responses. Again, like I don't follow a ton of people on Twitter and I don't necessarily engage with people that I'm not really kind of had at least some connection with or some like commonality with right like sometimes i'll reply to people that are just like you know it's just kind of a funny blurb or you know whatever commonality but but generally no i'm not looking for like crazy engagement but the people that i do follow and the people that i engage i i do actually know a lot of them personally so i do a lot of stuff behind the scenes in the music industry i know personally a lot of the artists that i comment on and a lot of the time we have conversations or they'll comment something or like stuff or like it doesn't matter at the end of the day that's all i'm saying is like when i'm scrolling that like that was the impression that i got and whether it's right or wrong that was just the impression that i had was like wow you seem to have a pretty low engagement rate with the people that are supporting you compared to 
a handful of other people. And again, not giant sample sizes because I'm not like obsessive. Like I'm not stalking you to find shit that I hate. It's just like, it's just was, it's just kind of like, man, that, that's kind of more sucks. of a casual disappointment. Right. Where it's just like, man, that, that just sucks. Like that, I, that's just like not super endearing as a person to like see all these people that support and then not see a lot from you. And it could just be that I'm missing the stuff from you. Like you said, you replied to a bunch of stuff this morning. I don't know what you tweeted today. I've been busy all day. So it's like, what do I know? Um, but still like that was just seeing what I saw and just from the people that I follow in general, you know, working in the, you know, kind of the behind the scenes music stuff, you know, I see all these artists that are, you know, really struggling and pushing and, you know, a lot of people just don't, they don't, they don't just get to be good looking. And I know that that's immediately dismissive of how hard you work. So that's not what I'm trying to say, but like, there's people that have worked a long time just to get 10 followers and they're so happy to get their 10 followers Right. So I see a lot of that where it's like, oh, my God, I got 25 people to look at this thing. Can you believe that? That's an insane number. And then for then immediately to have it be, you know, juxtaposed to you who goes, I want a hundred dollars. Somebody give me a hundred dollars. You know, it's just like it's like, okay, that's a lot. That's just a big contradiction to have. So it's not necessarily that there's a right or wrong. It's just like, that's kind of where I'm at in this cross sectionality where it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm personally trying to do a lot of stuff on my own in the, in the behind the scenes. And, um, you know, whether there's a lot of people that I work with and stuff that are trying to do things on their own, growing brands, releasing products and doing things like that. Um, and it's, it's just, you know, it's just disappointing and it's sad to, to have that juxtaposed where these people are so thrilled for someone to spend a dollar on them. You know, they're, they're personally writing a thank you, you know, and like, obviously you can't do it. That's not a sustainable business model forever. Like eventually you get big enough, hopefully where like that's, you can't do that anymore, but still to see that like initial excitement of that. And then have that be someone who, at least on the outside, seems very casually indifferent to the people supporting her, that just isn't a likable thing. Okay, I get that. I, I think that's really interesting. Do you do you know people that write a personal thank you note for every dollar someone gives them? Uh, yeah. You do? Yes. Uh, three. I- three people. Three people that write personalized thank you notes for every dollar they receive. Uh, for like purchases that are made through different portals. Yeah. Yes. So, but your assumption here is based on the idea that I don't do that. Not necessarily. I think that you probably are a lot kinder behind a paywall, right? Like that's kind of the whole shtick. Uh, of the business. I'm, I'm saying that it's just very heavily juxtaposed with how you act to the people that I've seen, where it's just kind of a, a real glossed over thing. And again, like not stalking you. So you could, you could be like really thankful and I just miss it, you know, because that's 
possible. I'm not going through all your tweets. I'm not going through all the replies. It's just like it's, when I see something. So it's possible, but you find it improbable. I find it unlikely. I, I don't I don't think it's impossible. I think it's just like rare. Maybe maybe rare is a better word than unlikely. I think it's more rare than it should be for somebody in a position where I mean, your income is based off of other people's income, right? Like you make your money based off of what other people make and then give to you. That's so I think true it's, of all jobs. Right. But it's a lot more highlighted in a, somebody who's doing their own business, right? So what, whether, you know, you can call it whatever business you want, but when it's a very small personal connection and you're running your own, you know, your own OnlyFans, you're doing uh, your different stuff that you're doing and i i'm spacing off the, the other businesses that you work on or with um it i think it becomes a little bit more personal right because it's like okay well all jobs focus on money that's not really the point it's that when it's only you doing the job it's i think it's extra highlighted that you know that's somebody else who's feeling like you personally are valuable enough to give that money to, um, which is fine. Like if they think that, or they want to do that or not saying that you're not, I'm saying that like everyone should have the right to do that. But I think that if you're in the position that you're in, um, I just think I, I, I just have that juxtaposition with the people, right. Where it's, they're so excited to get, you know, two sales a month on a song or something or a, or an album or a track or, you know, they, they get one email back from somebody interested in them or they get one DM, right? And they're just, it's just that juxtaposition of, of care, I guess, where but it, you, at least you, on the outside. You understand from a strictly volume perspective that right. I don't get one DM that I no, get. Oh, no hundreds and thousands of them yes right and that's what i was saying is like there's no possible way that that's sustainable right yes but but like on your uh you know we'll call we'll put it in quotes that i'm a real girl tweets right where it's like you're not trying to be anything other than kind of yourself where you're just like i like my dog and my time you know and i like doing things for myself uh you don't get like crazy heavy engagement on those posts. It's good. It's more than like most people get, but it's not like you're getting a thousand replies. And it's just like, I, I very rarely see you interact in those spaces or I see like, it, it seems like a very, uh, drop a line and go feel. Um, and that's, that's, I guess, where the contradictory stuff comes in, where it's like, okay, well, if you're, if you're just trying to sell a thing, um, then I think that personal connection starts to take a backseat, right? Because you be, start to become Walmart, where it's like, it doesn't really matter because, like, you're just in, basically, product delivery. It's like, do you want this thing? Great, buy it and pay for it and you will get this thing um but you're also trying to like create a business model based off of who you are as a person which i think is very smart but you're also not like i don't know i feel like you're just failing to engage a lot as a person on an individual basis well on a basis enough to justify what you're doing right like it's 
So, so would you, if I never engaged on a, on a real girl level, uh, which is a whole other kettle of fish, which is, is very interesting uh, differentiation you made there. Um, but if I never did that and all I did was post, here's my butt, here's my tits, buy these pictures, subscribe to my OnlyFans. And that was it. There was nothing in my personality. And I had the same level of engagement. Would that bother you less? I think that it would... Well, it wouldn't necessarily bother me. It would bother me less from a, like, personal standpoint, right? Where it's it's a lot more clear-cut that this is a business. Or it, it's a product. The problem is you, you, you... It's really easy to forget that people conflate those things. Um, where it's... You post about your day, and then... Pe- like, there are people who genuinely care about your day. And then you're immediately saying, like, oh, how much do you care about your day? Do you care about my, you know, or my day enough to buy this stuff? And it's like, oh, well, it's, it just it has, like, a weird tone to it. The the asking for money for doing my job has a weird tone to it? The asking for money next to, I'm just a, I just want to share who I am as a person. But that's think, the put, product. I th- I think putting those things next to each other so directly with the same account, right? Because don't you also have an account that you're just trying to use for like non-sexual content? Yes, I do have a safe for work Twitter account. I do. Yes. Right. So then like, wouldn't the tweets where you're trying to build up a personal identity go there? But doesn't my personality and the identity directly figure in? I mean, it's the core of the product. Well, no, because then I, I disagree on that simply because the core of the product is what you look like. Like what you look like is your job, right? You can't. That's you not can my a, job. I th- well, the point I think it's important is it's very much a brand asset of my job, but it, it is not my job. My my job is not to just sit somewhere and look nice. I wish that was my job. It would be an easier job. But well, I, I mean that's true. That's true in a way. But the the point that I'm saying is that you can't you can't be a sparkling personality and then like n- gain a bunch monetize of it. Well, no. Or I can't gain it's a bunch just, of weight. That's interesting. Well. I'm saying you can't be physically unattractive and still do your job because your job relies on some base level of physical attraction. So you can justify it however you want and say that like, no, this percentage is, is all me and I can look, you know, this way or that way. But like, I mean, the foundation of your job is to be attractive and, and there are other stipulations that come with it. Right. Like, obviously, it's not just to, like, sit on a fucking tower and people just throw roses at you. But, like, that's the basis of your entire, well, not your entire, but, like, a big portion of your position is to just look the way that you look. And and I think that it's, you're pivoting out of that and you're doing a lot of stuff to, to branch off. But, like, that is how your career started. Am I right? Uh, no, actually, that that is not correct. Um, 
it that's actually not at all. Uh, I started behind the scenes in in the porn industry, uh, and I actually worked for a year as a as a PA and a production assistant and a marketing and affiliate manager uh, right. for a conglomerate of sites. Yeah, um, and then when I did start performing. Uh, it was actually not because of how I looked. It was because I could do uh, hardcore BDSM and bondage shoots. That uh, is, I think that that's something to, and I, I think that it's immediately aggressive to say this, but I think that that's something that you tell yourself, right? I think, I think your looks play a lot more into that job opportunity you got than what you think that they do. Oh, they absolutely do. No, my looks play into it for sure. But right. there are a lot of very pretty girls. There are a lot of, of much prettier girls than me uh, who do not have the career I've had uh, and have not had the opportunities I've had. And uh, that's not because of how they look. And I don't have the Which career is- I've had based solely on how I look. Well, yeah, nothing is ever one thing. Like your career is very much indicative of just general intelligence and tenacity, right? Like it's just, you wanted to go do it and you had the ability to, so you did. Yes. But you also, I think it's really important to remember that like your looks are the ability, right? Like there's a lot of ability outside of that, but that was the, the door open. A, you know, a big portion of it, at least, you know, I know that you are educated and I, I, you know, I listen to the podcast that you're on just because I listen to those podcasts just in general. Um, so like, I, I do have an idea of your background. I don't remember it perfectly, but I mean, obviously that you are qualified to be in the position to, to know how to intelligently push for what you want to get, which I think is great. Um, but what I'm saying is you can't, you can't undervalue the things that you don't work for, if that makes sense. Like just no, because absolutely. you don't. I think, I think acknowledging your privilege is enormously important. Um, and I've said that many, many times um, in terms of acknowledging your own educational privilege, your intelligence, your physical appearance. It absolutely does play a role in it. Um, but when you're building an entire business or an entire brand, you know, you really have to pull from everything that you have, you know, you can't separate. And I think it would be, I personally feel it would be disingenuous to separate my personality from my physicality. To me, that would be, do you agree? I think that in most cases that I think it's just, I think it's mostly right. I think it's just difficult because you're a big part of your income is so heavily based off physicality and whether or not you say it's entirely based off of, because you're right, it's not entirely based off of it, but like that, that is a huge part of your job. Like you can't, like you're, you wouldn't have a lot of the, I mean, maybe there'd be people that support, but like, you couldn't, you couldn't drastically decrease your physical attraction and still have that kind of support, I think. And I, you know, whether or not that's fair to say and like say, oh, people only care about looks. Well, it's like, yeah, that's kind of how the job works, right? Like it's kind of, it's kind of how I mean, a lot but, of jobs work, uh, especially right. entertainment. Um, right. and I, so 
that's that's very fair. The way that you look, and I've experienced this personally too, is that the way I look has been both a huge asset and in times a detriment, um, particularly working in spheres outside of the adult industry uh, in terms of, of comedy and stand-up specifically. Um, right. Yes. But I don't think that it's – I'm interested in the, this idea that, like, you – do you have you have an issue with women that uh that use their their physical attractiveness to pay the bills or to to further their careers like is there a level no, of no. no okay no i i i think that i think that just trying to also sell a f- like a friend experience or an inside and like you put all these things in quotes and you can say like oh that's that's weird that you went with that word i'm just spitballing right like i'm not reading off of a script um so i think when you're you're if you're using like use whatever you can to your advantage uh and that's that goes for everybody like don't squander what gifts you have and that's coming from somebody who you know went blind so you know, I'm I'm speaking from a place of like, hey, if you can drive a car, that'd be cool. Like, you should enjoy being able to do that. So if you look the way that you look and you get career opportunities based off of it, I mean, number one, be careful because people are going to want to take advantage of that. And But number two, like, definitely try and go for that. The problem is, is like when you're also trying to monetize based off of that appearance and you're you're juxtaposing it to trying to sell a more personalized look into your life while also holding those people at arm's distance. Right. Because it's not like you're, it's not like you're calling those people and, and telling them about your day. Right. Like they're not, they're not like true friends. I think that there's just a that. weird juxt. No, that's a, that's a strange assumption to make. It, I think that that's a fair assumption. Whether or not it's true in your case or not, I think that's probably a fair assumption to make just in general. So maybe you are an outlier and you do that. I don't think that that's necessarily an unfair assumption to make to say that like most performers don't personally contact their fans outside of like more moderated chat formats. Most waitresses at Red Lobster don't, contact their customers outside of red lobster right so. yes so, like that's what i'm saying so but but that all kind of comes back to the same thing where it's like i'm just very interested in this expectation of how i interact with my supporters or my fans or my followers this expectation that because my business is built on a product that is myself in always both my personality and my physical appearance that there's somehow a higher expectation for how I interact with my customers do you think that is that fair to say because that's that is what I'm getting here I think that uh, the problem is this is a a more nuanced thing like you're not wrong but like it's also not that simple right like it's just a, it's an interesting position to be in because, I mean, there are, there are just like people out there with emotional attachments to you. Like, that's a very real thing. Absolutely. So when you're, 
when you're, I'm not, I'm not going to say selling your personality because that sounds super janky. Um, when you're, when you're giving them more of an opportunity to become an, invested in you as a person, which is great. And that's your own right. And I'm sure like they appreciate the insight into your life and stuff. The problem is, is you're also at the bottom of that page. There's also kind of this weird intrinsic bill. Um, and that becomes a little, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent wrong. I'm just saying it comes across as weird to me where it's, it's yes, you know, uh, be my friend. And like, I know, I know you really like me and, and like, that's cool, but like how much, um, and I, I, you haven't explicitly said any of that. It's just like, that's, it's just the weird cross-sectionality of where the position you're in lies, I think. Of doing my job and expecting to be paid for it, that part? Uh, of doing your job and not acknowledging that some of the people paying you are paying you under kind of a stilted pretense. Okay. If that makes, I don't know if that comes across or makes sense, right? It doesn't. Like, I don't ha- right. Like, I don't have any issue with your job, and I don't have any issue with, like, wanting to be paid for your work, obviously, because it's your work. But you're also kind of monetizing the emotional connection people have to you, which is, like, that's the thing that, that's always been kind of weird. But that's my job is monetizing that emotional connection. That that is my job. That is that's the the core of most adult entertainment is especially today where we have like a performer driven business model essentially. Um as as studio porn fades uh from relevance, like that that is the job is is to to establish an emotional connection with people who are aware and consenting adults. And are paying for your company and your time and your friendship and your nudes. Right. So. Because there is so many, so many naked girls on the internet. There are thousands, hundreds of thousands of naked women on the internet. And if you want to see naked women on the internet, like you said, you could just Google attractive yeah, you person just, with yeah, your you safe search off. Exactly. Uh, but if you're trying to get someone to pay for something that on another level, like from a, just a very physical level, they could get for free on Google. You have to establish that emotional connection. You have to have a a secondary brand asset. And that's generally speaking, your personality and emotional connection. I, do you feel that in paying someone for an emotional connection or in monetizing that, do you feel that that's inherently disingenuous? I think that, there needs to be more personal accountability for the position you hold if you hold that position, right? Because what you're saying is, yes, of course they do, and I don't care about that. I do care about that. I'm not saying I don't care about that. I'm saying that they're aware of the nature of the transaction. But are they? I mean, just because it's on... Well, I mean... You, I mean, sure. You would, they're, you would know better than me. A, so, like, purchase. They're putting their credit card number in, so they're they're very aware 
of, of what they're purchasing and they're, they're purchasing access at the end of the day. I think that that's how you see it. I, th- I don't know if that's how everyone sees it. I think that in a perfect how world, that's it? how it... I, I don't see it as anything other than that. Honestly, I, I just know. Then I've why had, is there a problem? Well, because I've had friends that get caught up in that, right? Like I had a, I had a friend in high school who spent like a thousand dollars to like upgrade this girl on the internet's streaming rig because he sent her a selfie on Reddit. You know, it, you get into these like weird, like strange personal interactions that have basically no significance, but then uh, you end up with somebody in like a really kind of unhealthy headspace, right? So like in a perfect world, that's how it works because that's how the contract works and that's what the job is. But I think that there probably needs to be more personal accountability for the actual entailment of that, right? Because you're, you're saying like, n- no, everyone loves, you know, everyone that supports me can love me but they know exactly where the lines are. And I don't think that's true. But again, this is all based on your own assumptions. Right. Yeah. Cause that's what I'm coming from a standpoint and I'd love to hear yours. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not saying from like a, a hundred percent, like putting my foot down, this is the way the world is. I'm saying like the, just from my own experiences and just from looking at it from the outside. That's what it looks like that, to you. Right. That's what it seems a lot of the time. And, and from the, you know, the two or three people that I've seen get really emotionally invested with someone who's in a position to not necessarily take advantage of it, but in a, in a position to benefit from it where it's, it's just, it's, I think it's need, it's a tactful situation that I, I don't think a lot of people necessarily think about, right? Because you get into the, it's just a power dynamic situation. Um, yeah. And I, I, I think that it's just an unfair assumption for yourself to say, I don't necessarily have, you know, a ton of personal responsibility for how much these people like me. I don't. I I have no responsibility over anyone else's actions or choices. Right. So, I mean, okay. But, but doesn't, doesn't that seem a little bit infantilizing okay. towards my fans and followers to say that they're being, I mean, to put it bluntly, that they're being swindled? Doesn't, well, don't being you swindled. Um, I mean, in a, in a sense. Yeah. And I, 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 like, I'm not saying that in regards to all of your fans and followers, because that's obviously not true. Like I follow you and that's obviously not how I feel about you. So I'm not going to broad strokes purpose this, but what I'm saying is if you're okay, so like, let's, let's take it back then. So you're saying like, no, you don't have personal responsibility for how much they like you right which is like duh that's like a healthy human quality to have to not you you just said that you thought there should be more personal responsibility and accountability on my end so i'm I'm seeing a disconnect here 
you want to bridge that well, gap? Yeah, I'm working on it. So it, it becomes that, that mentality Brit like crossed with, um, a very dedicated effort to convince people to like you. Right. Like it's, I can't control how much they like me, but I also want and need them to, to be able to like make money because that's, that's your, your job. And so that's kind of where the personal accountability comes in, where it's like you, you now have this like kind of polarized methodology where like as a human, you are not responsible for the opinions and emotions of anyone else, because that's just being an adult that's just being a good adjusted person but as a performer i think it puts you in a little you know not necessarily like performers have to be super different but it does put you in a a slightly different ballpark where you kind of have to be cognizant of the effect that you're having on people around you so now now you can say as a human well that's a that's a very big difference from being cognizant of the people around you and their feelings and emotions and expectations rather than being responsible for them. And I know you're saying that you, that's not what you're expecting, but it it definitely sounds like you really are suggesting that I do have some sort of responsibility over on handling no, these, these people's emotions. No, not, not for them. Uh, the responsibility would be like personal responsibility and like personal accountability just because of that cognizance. And what does that look so, like? I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, it's just, it just is the way the world works. I don't have the, the answers to every problem. It's just like that's for you just because you are so intelligent, just because you are so candid and because you are trying to do so much. It's just extra highlighting that cross-sectionality for me that's kind of it just always hits a weird note with me because you're definitely capable of that level of cognizance and i i'm sure you understand that like it's not like i'm explaining anything to you that you don't get um but there still just seems to be that disconnect in that non- admission right like you're not personally responsible to everyone that reaches out to you because that's insane like that's a non like there's crazy people that reach out to you i'm sure there's all sorts of nonsense and like it's just the actual volumetric amount is not it's just not worth it um but i think that you can't both say I'm not responsible for people's opinions of me while actively trying to influence people's opinions of you. Aren't we always trying to influence people's opinions of us? Every time we take a shower or put on a clean shirt or talk, introduce ourselves to somebody, aren't we always managing people's opinions of us? Whether right. or not it's online. But the, but there's not necessarily a price tag attached to that. I'm saying that because you're monetizing it, it puts you in a different position, at least to me, where it's like, okay, you've now taken, like, I get it that a lot of people do this. You know, that's a human trait. I think that it's just different in the, the case of trying to sell a product, which is yourself, which is your job. And, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but like there is that conditional 
you know, kind of provision to it, at least for me, where it's like, okay, you're, you can't, you can't not care what people think about you while also trying to get people to care about you enough to pay you. Oh, I very Um, much care what people think about me. Obviously. Well, I think, right? Like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not in your head. So like, you tell me. So. I mean, I um, I did. Yeah, I do. Obviously, it, you know it's it's that would be a that that would be a very interesting uh, attempt at a business to uh, try to make people care about you by not caring about them. Huh. That's now that's the business model my ex boyfriend had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, well, that, but that's uh, like a lot of human stuff to begin with. But it, it is to that... to recap to recap. Uh, you're main issue with me in in terms of this assassination um as we'll call it is uh that you you feel my branding strategy my business model is disingenuous and and on some level irresponsible uh i think it comes down to what you literally just said right like you said like oh that's what my ex-boyfriend did i feel like that's what you're doing not all the time but a lot of the time to the people that support you where like it very much comes across as a kind of a, a disingenuous uh gamble where it's you know you 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 truly don't seem to care a lot of the time about the the people who care about you and you don't have to personally care about each and every one of them and they're not all your little darlings but it just overarching seems to be that more than anything else from what I've seen. And that that is still only from what I've seen. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I really appreciate having you on the show. This has been very fun. Um, it's, yeah, absolutely tip-top discussion. Really fun. I think I know what you're saying now. And I appreciate yeah, it's it. Such a, it's such a nuanced, weird thing to begin with anyway. And at it the end is. of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to leave and go do my day and you're going to do the same. At the end of the day, nothing really matters. If there is anything I could impart to anyone, it would be that at the end of the day, none of us really matter. Uh, would you like to plug your social media at all? Um, sure. It is, uh, at, uh, T E R O K I E N and, Everywhere that social media exists, if you would like to come and roast me and tell me how much of a whatever verbiage you would like to use is, um, and he will reply. Say hey, yeah, and he will reply because he cares about you. Yep, in ways that I never could, and am incapable of. Sure, (laughs) if you if that's how you want to boil it down. All right. Thank you all so much for uh, for listening. You can find The Kennedy Assassination at anchor.fm slash The Kennedy Assassination or wherever you listen to podcasts. I am Kate Kennedy. You can find me anywhere online at The OG Kennedy. And uh, follow me. I don't care. <laughs>